Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together happy friday welcome back to another episode of finding fertility i hope you are having a beautiful day today is just a mini episode and i am talking about how autoimmune issues can play a really big role in impacting your fertility so without further ado let's get to today's episode Hello, beautiful. I'm Monica Cox, founder of Finding Fertility. I'm an IVF warrior, an infertility survivor, and a qualified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. My nine-year infertility journey has brought me here to support you and make your journey a little less dramatic. I dealt with unexplained infertility for almost six years. This included two failed IVFs. It wasn't until I discovered the root cause of my infertility that I was able to take control and make the right decisions when it came to diet and lifestyle and even medical treatment to create my dream family. So through life experience and a whole lot of study, I kind of call myself a little bit of an expert about autoimmune issues and unexplained infertility. So let's get started with what an actual autoimmune issue is. An autoimmune issue is when your immune system starts attacking healthy cells within your body. Now, an autoimmune issue really ranges from a lot of different issues with people. Sometimes you don't even know you're dealing with an autoimmune issue, like high natural killer cells, until you are trying for a baby and you're either not getting pregnant or having reoccurring miscarriages. Other times you know you're dealing with an autoimmune issue, like thyroid issues like Graves and Hashimoto's, or having high antibodies in your thyroid test. You could be dealing with IBD, arthritis, lupus, celiac, endometriosis, alopecia, APL, or type 1 diabetes. But your doctor might not be linking these autoimmune issues to your infertility. When you're dealing with an autoimmune issue, whether you know it or not, it's most likely that you're going to be dealing with a lot of normal or common health issues. This ranges all the way to your head to your toes, fatigue, joint pain, skin issues, moods, brain fog, gut health, you might have diarrhea, you might be constipated all the time. You can be dealing with IBS, PMS, 
swollen glands, reoccurring fevers, being sick all the time. I used to have tonsillitis all the time, even after I got my tonsils taken out. These are all normal or common health issues that you should be looking out for when you're dealing with unexplained infertility, reoccurring miscarriages, or you have a known autoimmune issue. So where do these autoimmune issues come from? Now, first, it's genetic. You're genetically prone to have autoimmune issues. Now, you might have been born this way, or you might have had a lifestyle that contributed to your autoimmune issues, or both. It really depends on your grandmother and your mother, and also your father and your grandfather, and going beyond. But really, we focus on those two generations you actually start in your grandmother's room. When your mother was in your grandmother's womb, she was developing all the eggs she would ever have in your life. So the way that your grandmother's pregnancy was with your mother can have an impact on your genetics. Then obviously when you were being created in your mother's womb, what was going on during her pregnancy and even before could have a huge impact on your genetic makeup. Now we bring in your lifestyle, how you grew up. This can really influence your genes. And for a long, long time, we didn't have the evidence or the scientific proof that our genes are actually plastic. They can move. We always thought they were just set in stone. So if your mother had a certain type of issue, then you were going to have it. And what we're learning is that, that that's not true. Now, it can be a big influence in your life, but the way you live, your lifestyle, and your diet really impact your genetics. Now, if you're dealing with infertility, this is just one of the ways that your genetics is coming into play. There are people out there with autoimmune issues that have no issue getting pregnant. And I know it can be really frustrating. It's really frustrating to see unhealthy people get pregnant so easily drink, smoke, eat McDonald's, and here you are really putting in the effort to change your diet and lifestyle and you're still not getting pregnant. So this is when learning what your body needs to start rehealing itself and maybe even reverse or put into remission your autoimmune issue, depending on how deep your issue is, your diet and your lifestyle can really have a big impact on improving your situation. This is why the number one thing you can do is look at your gut health. The gut is one of the most important things to take care of when you're dealing with an autoimmune issue. This is the main hub for your whole body. You really have to think about when you put something in your mouth, good or bad, you know, to support your fertility or something that you know is harming your fertility, who has to deal with it? It's your gut. So when you're taking a vitamin to support your egg quality, it's your gut that has to deal with it and then send out those vitamins or those minerals or those, that nutrients out to your desired location. Your vitamin doesn't go directly to your ovaries and directly to your eggs. So when you have a unhealthy gut, or maybe you've heard of the term leaky gut, and this is the layman's version of what leaky gut is. Basically, your gut lining is like shag carpet, and through diet and lifestyle, your shag carpet gets worn away, and the holes in between your shag carpet get bigger and bigger. And when you put anything into your gut, the particles 
that aren't supposed to get into your bloodstream start getting into your bloodstream elevating your immune system your immune system's like hey that's a foreign agent what is it doing here we need to attack it and when your body starts doing that it doesn't know the difference between your healthy cells and the foreign agent so it just starts attacking everything now like i said some people it goes to their thyroid some people just have elevated natural killer cells some people have skin issues it's all different so you really need to focus on what your issues are and what is going on in your gut that you need to improve that situation. So diet is, I believe, one of the number one things you can do to improve your gut health and finding what foods you're actually intolerant to. Now, there is an amazing community and an amazing diet called the Autoimmune Paleo Diet that you can really investigate to get yourself to understand what your intolerances are. It really highlights some of the more inflammatory foods with people with autoimmune issues. And then you get to play around with what you can and what you cannot eat. You don't have to go on a super strict autoimmune paleo diet to heal yourself. You really just need to figure out what your food intolerances are. The other thing that you can do to improve your gut health is take care of your stress issues. <laughs> Stress management is super important for a healthy gut. Now, this isn't about being a Buddhist monk on top of a hill because we all have to live our lives and still deal with infertility on top of that. It's just really getting to know yourself and what your stressful situations are, what triggers you, and what you can do to combat those stress levels. Finding what you connect with is the most important thing. I've had so many clients who do not connect with yoga, who do not connect with meditation. So we try to find them what can bring their cortisol levels down, how they can de-stress and really connect with the now, the present and moving forward and working towards your future goals. The other thing that you need to be aware of which is incredibly important when you're dealing with an autoimmune issue and unexplained infertility is your endocrine system. Now your endocrine system is a whole body system. It is head to ovaries. It's really important to understand that your baby making machine down in your lady bits can be really affected by other areas of your body, including your thyroid, including your adrenals and your gut function. When you start taking care of your stress levels, finding your food intolerances, you'll start to notice all your normal health issues slowly fade away. And for most of us, sometimes the last thing to come into play is our fertility. So what can you do to get yourself steps closer to improving your gut function and having a healthy endocrine system? You can improve your diet, find your food intolerances, reduce your stress levels, and sleep. Sleep is one of the most underrated things you can do for your health. So some of the testing that a functional medicine doctor or a health coach can do for you could really get you steps closer there a little bit faster of finding the root cause of what is going on 
in your body, a food sensitivity test is a great way to kind of speed up the process of finding your food intolerances. Now, not any food test that you can go out and get at a supermarket is going to be very valuable. You really want to invest in a high quality one. I run the MRT Leap 170. You do need to work with a doctor or a qualified health coach to get this test run. What I do want to say about food sensitivity tests is that there's not one test out there that is 100% accurate. So you're still going to have to rely on yourself and really learn the ins and outs of what your body does when you are eating certain foods and really paying attention to the positive and negative effects that you might be feeling. Another really important test that I highly recommend is a gut function test. This is a stool test, so yes, you will have to poop in a cup, but this will tell us what is actually going on in your gut, whether there is you know, yeast overgrowth, whether you're dealing with a parasite, what is going on with your gut microbiome, which can be really useful because a lot of the times, most of my clients come to me on a really healthy diet and things still just aren't working. And what we find is that there's hidden things in there that we can't guess about. We can't just, you know, magically throw you some supplements and we'll fix everything in the gut. Sometimes you really have to get focused on certain aspects and there's ways of dealing with that through supplements and diet. And the third test that I highly recommend if you feel like you're dealing with thyroid issues, but maybe your doctor has run a test and say, you know, you're normal, you're fine, is actually getting a full thyroid panel. This includes your TSH, your free T3 and 4, your reverse T3, and your antibodies. You also want to look into a functional medicine thyroid range. What's happening in conventional medicine is the community is getting sicker and sicker. So they're expanding the normal healthy range of thyroid. So if you are on the low side or the high side and you're still in the normal range, this is something I really highly suggest you look into. Talk to your doctor about it or find a functional medicine practitioner or doctor that can guide you through this. So those are the three tests I would highly suggest to start off with if you are dealing with a diagnosed autoimmune issue but don't feel like your doctor's taking it seriously or connecting it to your fertility issues or if you're dealing with unexplained infertility and reoccurring miscarriages. There are many, many things that you can do within your home, within your diet, within your lifestyle that will help improve your chances of getting pregnant with an autoimmune issue. You can do these things with or without medical assistance as well. My journey began with medical assistance and I changed up my diet between our two IVFs. And even though I saw amazing results between the two, I still wasn't getting pregnant. So I started to dig a lot deeper of why I was having these issues and what I can do to improve my chances alongside the medical assistance. I eventually did conceive an IVF baby from a frozen embryo transfer using immune suppression drugs alongside my new diet and my lifestyle. I kept up my personal version of an autoimmune paleo diet. I changed my lifestyle and tried to manage my stress levels as much as I possibly could. And after all the medical assistance was done and dusted, eight years of trying to conceive, 
I got pregnant naturally, and we welcomed our second son into our lives. It is possible to change your situation. You just need to figure out what you need to do and commit to those things as much as possible. It's not about being perfect, but it is about making some really dramatic changes in your life. I really hope within this talk, there was one piece of information that you can take to make some really important decisions in your diet, your lifestyle, and your medical treatment. Remember, there are so many things that you can do to take control of your health and improve your chances of creating your dream family. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.